Foods Foods, that's the Alka Seltzer. Yes, last night was the 1st of January, New Year's Eve. No, tonight is the 1st. Oh, last night was New Year's Eve and today is the 1st of January. Well, this is founding radio and what do you expect? We're almost with it. Almost, not quite. But if you're still in the party mood, let's have something from the original Rabbitfoot Spasm Band. They'll just keep us ticking over until the next bit comes along. This is a song of theirs called Pirates. <laughs> Yes, it's one one twelve. Doesn't time go quickly when you're really having fun? Do you? I hope you had fun last night. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Certainly had a good good Christmas at at this end. And uh, such a lot coming uh, going on, really, isn't there? I'll uh, tell you a little bit later on about a, a new show of ours that's out, unless you've managed to find it already. And uh, but coming up in a couple of weeks' time, we've got uh, the Founded Dramatic Society with a New Year's uh, production of Cinderella. So uh, we go straight into the interview with uh, Debbie Locke and uh, Susanna Carter, who's playing Prince Charming. Well, I'm with um, Debbie Locke and Susanna Carter from the Founded Dramatic Society, and um, well, a regular thing since we come and chat to you a lot quite often. I think I'm your personal publicity machine, really, aren't I? So we were talking about the uh, upcoming Cinderella, your, your this year's, well, not this year, because it'll be actually in the new year, Cinderella, your new pantomime, isn't it? Yeah. And how did, why did you choose on Cinderella this year then, Debbie? Well, we like to do Cinderella every so often because it's such a popular pantomime, mm. so we did it last 10 years ago, so we felt it was time to bring it back again. Oh, so a good few years ago, 10 years ago, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, a whole different audience now, though, Definitely, it, yeah? yeah, and a whole yeah. different group of children involved yeah, in it. Yeah. And but you've got everybody now, you're not looking for other people to come and join you on stage, usually you always have a 
Well, what's the children's journey? You're full up now, aren't you? Yeah, definitely full up. We've got over 30 children and 14 adults actually involved in the pantomime at the moment. Right. And there'll be more joining us for an orchestra and um, backstage um, come January. Right. And this is going to be your usual place, Farringdon Junior School, is it? Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Are you, any, any any thoughts about going back? I mean, we just touched on this before about going back to the old place. Is that any closer to being discussed in any way or not? Or? No, we haven't heard anything. No, um, there's still rumours going around that yeah. they're going to do something. I think they've um, demolished part of the yeah, bit, haven't yeah, they, to make a courtyard. Yeah. But So it's still going ahead, but we haven't heard anything no. else. Uh, well, it's still a great location, the junior school anyway, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. And um, Peter Webster's written this one, you said? You said That's right, one of our members has yeah. written it. Um, we've done this production before and it's always it's been very successful, so mm. we thought we'd revive his production again. So. What songs are you going to be having in this year's show? And can you, uh, I know you're talking about uh, well-known pop songs and whatever you've got there, but what, yeah. what can we expect to be hearing from you in the chorus then? Well, there's any... Well, not from you, you're, so, not, you're no, just directing. I'm not singing, no. that's <laughs> a true, that's no, definitely, I'm not singing. From everybody else then, what, we, what can we expect to hear? Well, there'll be songs from the musicals, so we've got... Um, she could have danced all night from My Fair Lady. Sure, yeah. Um, we've got um, You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. Uh-huh. And then we've got uh, Reach for the Stars from S Club 7. And Lucky, which is by... Glee. Who is it by? Um, wasn't it done on Glee? I don't know. Yes, yeah, Glee. Glee. Oh, well, yes. It Not was Kylie. Done on she Glee. did Lucky, didn't she? Not that Lucky, is it? The same Lucky, Lucky, Lucky. No, no different no, no. Lucky. It's not right, Glee. Lucky. Oh, is it? Oh, well, one of the Glee songs. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. So, a lot of songs that people will know. Yeah, and, and Bruno Mars. If they want, they Bruno can sing, Mars. That's the uh, one. Yeah. They can sing along to if if they so yeah. wish. Oh, definitely. And of course, we have the audience participation song, which it'll be a surprise for everybody to oh, join good. in and sing. Excellent. All right. Great. We'll look forward to that. And also with us is a super. Susan, Susan, Suzanne. Susanna. Susanna Carter. Oh, I've got to get that right. It's so important. <laughs> and you've got um, new to society, but come right at the top and you're one of the starring roles then. You're doing Prince Charming then. Yes. How, so how did you come to, I mean, you, you, this is the first year you've been with the society, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I heard about the auditions and I went for an audition and, well, I went through the, for the read-through and saw that Prince Charming would be a role that I'd like to take because mm. um, I think it's more, you can do more with a male role. Mm. than you can for the sort of Cinderella and stuff so that was more for me as well and I'm quite tall and I've got sort of that figure so I thought it would be good so I auditioned and then I was so nervous I didn't actually think I'd get into because I haven't done acting for a while um, and then but you've got I, an acting background because you, you, yeah. you went to you knew, yeah. you, you well, I went to, when study I, yeah I went to St Mary's Wantage <coughs> and I was always involved in plays and theatre there sure. I did drama a, um, GCSE which obviously has lots of productions then I did English literature and drama A level so I did productions for my drama A level but also studied plays and theatre and mm. English literature as well um, I then went off to uni to do drama but um, my past changed and I went for a more structured career and went to Oxford Media and Business School. And then, right. so now I run my own business. Right. But you decided to come back into doing, in the, the, you want to get back into doing acting then, really? That's, yeah, well, that's really your acting. big interest then, is it really? Well, I obviously don't necessarily think it's a career, but obviously I run my own dog grooming business, Ruby's Grooming Spa, but it's nice to have something on the side, that your hobby that you sure, can really absolutely. enjoy. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. I get so much, I get so much. Yeah. enjoyment out of doing it 
So you're looking forward to this particular production then, are you? Yes. This, is, this is a good one, is yes, it? Because you really it's a combination of singing and, and, and acting, isn't it? And it's, it's just of, not the one, it's it, not one, one dimension. It's, it's yes. a modern take on it as well. So Prince Charming, for example, he's played sort of stereotypically serious Prince Charming, mm. you know, doesn't have much humour. But then we're sort of jazzing it up a bit with the Bruno Mars song and suddenly you see Prince Charming right, become yeah, this modern yeah. wacky guy rather <laughs> yeah. than just the stereotype. So it's kind of putting a twist on it a little oh, bit, a modern yeah. twist. Which and makes it fun, yeah. more fun for the kids because they can join in. And the costume, you're really getting, you're gonna have something very. Um, um, it's gonna be uh, typical pantomime. I mean, like the colourful I mean, girls, aren't they? The ugly yeah. sisters, the dress, men dressing up as women. Yeah, yeah. It's typical pantomime. So the prince charming, then I'll be wearing sort of Georgian top, all very so from the hips upwards. You'd think I was the typical prince, and then from the hips downwards. It's going to be hot pants. Very ladylike. And knee-high boots. So <laughs> lovely, lovely. Good yes. to dance in, so yeah, it should be good. And rehearsals, you, you all ready to go, or you still got time? I mean, it's the end of the month, isn't it? Uh, the, the, January. The, January, end of, January. End of, end of January. Oh, it's a lot sometimes. It's only mid-December now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you're still rehearsing hard then, are we? Well, we started in October, so right. a lot of it's been paced through and done. Mm. But mm. obviously, we're going to have a bit of time off for Christmas, but when we go back, that's when the real... You know, hard work. So how often do you get together to rehearse then? Two times a week. And how, what, what's that, a few hours? Seven until ten. Seven till ten, that's but a lot, isn't it? But the yeah. thing is, it's like, it is a lot, so it has to be fun. And everyone's yeah. so friendly on the yeah. team. And everyone's so welcoming. Especially for me, like for a new person. Yeah. People might have been funny about me coming in straight away and getting one of the leading parts, but everyone's been so friendly. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's like a little family, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're part of a family. So. Yeah. Oh, great, great. And Debbie, just, just going back to when this is, when we say it's yeah. end of January, but when actually is it being performed then? Right, so the dates are Friday the 27th of January and Saturday the 28th of January. Um, there's a 7.30 performance in the evening and on the Saturday there's a 2.30 matinee um, and then the following week on Friday the 3rd of February and Saturday the 4th of February and we've got the same times. Saturday matinee there. as well. Saturday matinee. So, so it's six two, performances you're yeah, talking yes, about then. Right, right, great. Yeah. And where can, where can people get tickets for Well this? tickets will be available at the Nut Tree mm-hmm. um, in Farringdon or online, we've got an online ticket um, office at www.farringdondramaticsociety.com and there's a link mm-hmm. there. I think. Okay, well we'll put a link on our website to, to, yeah. your, to, to the society yeah. as well. Anyway, and so. tickets are £8 and £6 if you're under 16. Mm. Yeah. Great, that's wonderful. Okay, well thanks very much for your time and uh, hope it all goes well and uh, we'll keep plugging it on Farrington Radio for you. Thank you very and, much. And uh, no doubt we'll get in touch uh, middle of next year to promote the next event, wherever it's going to be. <laughs> so next May, I think you were talking next about. Next May, yeah. yeah. May or right. June time. Yeah, wonderful. we'll be ready for our next play. All right, well thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, that was uh, Susanna Locke, who's uh, playing uh, Prince Charming in uh, Farrington Dramatic Society's Cinderella together with Debbie Locke who's directing uh, their next production and uh, good luck to them and uh, no doubt we'll catch up with them sometime in Mayish when we uh, I think we said right at the beginning there seems to be their regular PR department here on Farringdon Radio and uh, well good luck to them it's nice eating keep going isn't it really year after year and uh, all those people putting all that effort into it uh, just the dates for people who want to be able to go along to that it's the 27th and 28th of January at Farringdon Junior School and then the following weekend on the 3rd and 4th of February again at Farndon Junior School 
And if you want to find out a little bit more about it and details and contact details, there is a link from our website. Um, but I think it's basically farringdendramatic.org, I think, or something like that. It's on our website anyway. And, uh, okay, I'm just going to mention now about our new show. I did say, uh, just sort of touch on that just earlier on, right at the very beginning of the show. We've got a new show called From the Ladder Factory. Uh, it's myself and Pete Rowe of, uh, well, was the Decoit Studios over in Great Coxwell. Uh, featured Pete in uh, one of our interviews oh, about uh, three or four months ago now. But uh, the studio's moved down to Shrivenham. Uh, it's called The Ladder Factory. And so we've got a new show together, myself and Pete, doing a bit of a double act there, um, putting together a show, just a music show, for bands that are in the Oxford, Swindon area, a number of which will be coming through Pete's studio, The Ladder Factory, hence the show's called from the Ladder Factory. So if you want to check that out, uh, the link again is from our uh, findingradio.com website. And if you go onto that, have a listen to it. Um, appreciate any comments you got to make. Hope you have a good listen and uh, tell us what you think about it, really. And uh, that will be going out uh, hopefully every two weeks as well. Um, the next one, I think, will be on the 12th of January. That's the plan, anyway. Um, okay, let's go to our second piece of music now. We've got a, a band which we had featured um, at least once, maybe even twice earlier in the year, uh, last year. I'm not sure, but at least once, anyway. It's a band called uh, Le Clochards. I hope that's how it's pronounced. So, with the song there is called Durdle Door. Washed through by the time. Bleached white by the sun I think I might stay around Mid-May turtle door Dorset beach wine by the sea Too much of that stuff will wear you down Too much of that stuff will wear you down Though the pale flesh turns wrong I'll stay here on the shore Even if you should steal my clothes I'll be here tomorrow
separate ways. Clochards with a song called Dirdle Door. If you get the chance to uh, check out the Clochards, they're a fantastic band to go and see. Just look at their website, but unfortunately, there don't seem to be uh, any gigs lined up. I was just about to tell you about a gig lined up for them on the uh, 9th of February, uh, looking at their website, and realised that was the 9th of February 2011. I hope that doesn't imply that um, the band had broken up or anything, which would be a, a great shame. A wonderful, a wonderful party band there. Uh, anyway, so it's uh, Le Clochards with the Dirdle Door. Now, uh, as many as you know, we do try and promote all, uh, any, any new in, uh, businesses coming along here in Farringdon. Anything that's, anything that's interesting anyway, anything that's new and a bit, bit, about, a bit, bit slightly different, we like to give a bit of a plug where we can. And uh, many of you will probably know that down in London Street, there's been an empty shop there for, um, well, about two and a half years now. The Thresher's Shop, huge shop. Big empty space in right in the middle of the town, which is which is a great shame to see. But uh, Michael O'Keefe uh, has decided to set up a new eye cafe, new internet cafe, which will be should be opening. Um, well, I think about the first first or second week of January, I think is the plan. Uh, I caught up with him uh, about uh, ten days ago and uh, did a good interview and uh, got a feel for um, what hopefully the whole place is going to look like and what's going to operate there and uh, how things are going to be. So uh, let's just go to our interview with uh, Michael O'Keefe from the uh, iCafe. Um, well, I'm down here uh, in London Street at what used to be Thresher's. Um, been empty for a number of years now. And with Michael O'Keefe, because you're just about to set up, hopefully beginning of January, a new internet cafe here. Yeah, that's right. Um, we're now in the middle of the refurbishment. Um, there's a lot to do. And um, the internet cafe, uh, computer shop, gaming area, uh, hopefully will be here in the new year. So what, what made you decide to set this up in Farringdon in 2011? I mean, a lot of people got computers at home. So in one, my, my gut feeling thinks, is this a bit 10 years too late? Or obviously you must have confidence about this. Well, yes. Um, um, but... I've been told, and I've done a lot of research on this, that a lot of people do like to go somewhere where uh, it's not just a coffee shop. There's other coffee, internet cafes around the country, and 80% um, of uh, one of them that I know of all got computers at home sure. and, uh, and internet. Uh, but they like to get away from home and be amongst other people and a social place to meet as well. So it's not just the use of, the, of, of, of a computer and the internet. It's like you're coming down, you're mixing with other people. It's a social venue as well. Then. Yes, it's going to be a social venue. Not just uh, the computers are going to be um, you can use for a normal computer, word processing and sure. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not just an internet, but they're going to be bigger screens. They're going to be bigger, faster computers, which you probably not have at home. And uh, you come here, meet up with your friends. Hmm. Obviously, if you've got five, six, ten friends and you want to play, mum and dad might not like them all in the same house. Sure. So they can come down to the cafe here 
and it's somewhere different. I mean, you know, th that's what I thought would be a good idea. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of people I speak to saying it's, it's a great idea. So we're in the main uh, shop area where uh, obviously uh, Threshers used to sell their wine and their beer, etc. And I can see you've, uh, you've replastered the wall and your process of doing the ceiling. But just describe to me what, what the layout's going to be in here. So you come through the main door and you're going to be have a... A, a, cap, uh, a bar for uh, coffees and cakes at the back. Yeah, as you walk in, you're going to have about five tables with computers on them, three or four on each table. Um, then you're going to have a chill-out area. As you, as you come in on the left-hand side, you're going to have a computer shop uh, with spares and repairs, and then the chill-out cabinets for food and cakes and light snacks, cold drinks, mm -hmm. milk smoothies and shakes and stuff like that. Sure, right. Coffee, tea, obviously. And um, yeah, and it should be a nice, funky place, relaxed, chill place to be. You did mention earlier on as well, you're going to be aiming to sort of uh, work on a number of schemes, maybe to help um, uh, older people, people perhaps aren't used to computers, uh, training, give some training, and also for unemployed as well. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, obviously, during the daytime, it's going to be quieter than what it's going to be evenings and weekends. Uh, but to use that time up, it'd be nice to offer the the facilities I've got here mm. for uh, the unemployed and old age pensioners and uh, they can have like coffee mornings come down learn how to use computers have a coffee come with your friends mm. and hopefully get on to um, the internet and start saving money as well for example on your fuel bills sure yeah. without the outlay of a computer and being on your own yeah come yeah. down and again it's a social meeting place to be will you, what, what hours you, will you be operating do you think Hours. Hours. Um, it's going to be roughly, I mean, I got a licence from um, 7am till 10pm, mm. but um, I probably would think it would be 9 to 10 in the morning till about 9 at night. Okay. Um, we're going to Weekends up, as well? Yeah, we're going to open up seven days a week at first, and over the next few months after opening, we're going to monitor it and see when the popular times are. Sure. And Because uh, we want to try and open when people want us to be open and have the breaks when you know nobody's using that. Mm. And you just said, as we walk through the back, there's a, there's a space here which used to be the uh, office of, uh, I keep wanting to say Victoria Wines, and you just said <laughs> you just found a ladder. They used to belong to Victoria Wines, so I know I'm not wrong. I know it used to be Victoria Wines many years ago with Threshers. So this is, used to be their office at the back, and obviously the ramps here to, to get storage in and out of the back storage room. So you're gonna be converting, do some more conversion work? Yeah, in this the, is all gonna be- This is the between room effectively, isn't it? Yeah, and this is all gonna be ripped out in the corner here. New toilets put in, uh, which are gonna be uh, also wheelchair access. And um, because the back of the room, which is gonna be a multi-function room with a, without screen or whatever, you're going to have people there from the back as well as the front wanting to use these toilets. Sure. So I think it's sensible to do okay. something like that. And then going into the into the very back room there, yeah. um, you've got well, it's huge, a huge room here, isn't it? And you've got some in, uh, interesting ideas for this room as well. You were saying? Yes. Uh, again, this is as big as the front of the shop, and um, what we're going to have is a big screen on the front, um, on the right hand side. Um, which is going to be a projector, mm -hmm. connected up to the internet, connected up to gaming and uh, obviously TV and stuff. Uh, but there's also going to be a chill out area on the other side so people can just come in, grab a coffee. If they're waiting to use the internet or whatever, they can come and sit at the back as well. Mothers and toddlers, there's going to be a little play area for them. And um, at the back of this area, 
and it'll be a place for them to come as well. Yeah, and uh, although we're not going to go outside now because it's a bit of a pain in those doors, but you also intend to also maybe a bit of a courtyard and garden, garden area as well. Yeah, the old car park at the back, that will be converted into a little um, play area outside yeah, in the summertime, yeah. but that won't be done until next year sometime. Well, we just popped outside and uh, it's lovely and sunny now, so you can imagine what it's going to be like in the middle of summer, in the middle of summer. It's going to be a real sun trap, isn't it? Yeah, well, people will be able to come in, um, grab something from the front of the shop and come through to the back and then sit out in the sun mm. and away from the traffic and a, a safe area as well because it will be fenced off sure. and gated off. Yeah. Um, again, it's going to be a safe place and a, a functional place for people to come. Okay. So you've got enough computers ready? Are you going to buy them in or you're renting them or you're so you making them all? Or Yeah, all the computers will, will be made by myself okay. uh, from scratch. Yeah. Uh, so all the parts will be done so I know what specification I'm going to have. Sure. We're going to have a few iMacs as well. So Good. I'm a Mac myself. Yes, so <laughs> well, I've got uh, iMacs uh, as well as PCs. Uh, with Windows 7, um, there'll be 64-bit ones as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that, but that'll come later on. That'll be one of the last things to be done. Sure. At the moment, yeah. we've got to get the, um, the, the place up and running, yeah. in, uh, yeah. building-wise. So what are we talking about then for opening? When, when are we having a grand opening, are we? A big day? or Well... And when's that likely to be? Um, I haven't got around to the opening day as such. I'm planning that because I've been here so, so much. Um, but we're looking at roughly around about the 16th, 18th of uh, January, providing we pass all the rules and regulations sure. and everything. Yeah. Uh, but my original plan was the 1st of February, so um, that's going to be the latest date. Yeah, great. Right. Well, good luck for the future, and um, I think you'll definitely see me down here during the day. I'll just come and have a play down here. Well, certainly. So, looking forward to it. Looking forward to you coming too as well, and many right. others. All right, thanks very much. Cheers, well, Michael. You're welcome. Well, uh, we uh, wish Mick uh, good luck for the future down there and uh, hopefully as things develop, maybe we'll get in touch, go back down and get a get an update maybe in a few months' time as to how things are developing for him. And uh, But anyway, I think probably worthwhile just pop in and just say hello, even if it's even if just have a cup of tea, because after all, it is a cafe as well. well despite everything else, in it, it is a cafe. So uh, uh, let's all make good use of that. It's always nice to be able to uh, have a number of alternatives in town to sit down and have a cup of tea and a nice piece of cake, isn't it, really? One of my favourite hobbies, I think, actually. Cup of tea and a nice piece of cake. Um, anyway, let's have a bit of a roundup of things that are coming up in the next uh, sort of uh, five to six weeks. Uh, Thursday, 5th of January, Folk Night, a regular event down at the Swan. Uh, on Sunday the 8th is the uh, open day at the Farringdon Leisure Centre. Uh, free, get up there and uh, decide which sport you want to get involved with to get rid of those uh, excess pounds. And uh, In fact, on the last show, we did have uh, Steve, 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 so I've forgotten his uh, surname, how embarrassing now, who um, a personal trainer up there and uh, told us about what he can offer if you want to take it a bit further and have a personal trainer. That was in our last show. And then... Uh, Looking ahead, uh, as we just mentioned earlier on, 27th and 28th, and then the following week, 3rd and 4th of February, there's the Panto, uh, Cinderella, uh, down at the Junior School. Uh, and on Saturday the 28th, uh, we mentioned this before, but it's still a very good cause. So uh, if there's some tickets left, and they're still being advertised, so I assume there still are, uh, up at Sudbury House Hotel, in aid of the Maggie Cancer Care Charity, there's Paul Mayhew Archer, who's one of the writers for Vicar Dibley. So he's up there doing an after-dinner uh, uh, talk, uh, 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 after-dinner speech. So uh, uh, grab a table. I think it's about £350 for a, gr for a group of ten of you to have a whole table. And uh, all in a very, very good cause. On Tuesday, the 31st, Friday Arts Centre, I've got a fundraising event. Now, 
Uh, still up in the air, whether the Arts Festival, uh, I think I mentioned Centre just before then, didn't mean that, I meant Festival, whether well, the Arts Festival is going to be going ahead uh, this year, hopefully it will be, uh, um, uh, we need to see that, uh, I suppose it's become a tradition now really, isn't it, it has been well established in the town, um, but obviously they're looking for funds to sort of make that actually happen, so they've got a, a fundraising event up at the Snooty Memon, it's £20 per person, uh, local band Hyperbolics will be playing up there. So it's Buffy and a band for £20 up at the Snooty Memon on Tuesday the 31st of January. Uh, and then a couple of weeks after that, 11th of February, Boogie Boogie? Did I say that? Pronounce that properly? Booga. Booga. Boogie. Boogie me. Boogie me. We'll be playing a gig at the Foundon Junior School uh, together with Al Kane on the decks. Um, I think that's it. I think that's a roundup of what's uh, going on, really. Um, just a reminder again, just if you want to check out our new show, uh, welcome any comments on that. And uh, any comments on anything, really. If you like us, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, spread the word, tell people what's going on. If you want anything promoting, any event you're organising, and do get in touch with us, let us know, or maybe you come along and do a bit of an interview with you. Maybe you'll be on the radio. Well, podcast, anyway. I think you know what I mean. I'm going to end up with a, a piece of music now from a musician who I came across in Oxford ooh, a good 10 years ago now called Edelaine Johnson, uh, who played an electric violin. But he played it through a, a selection of uh, looping pedals and effects. So what you're about to hear sounds absolutely wonderful, but I assure you, if you heard him on the street, which he still does busking, I think mainly up in the Liverpool area and round York, and I think I did see him last in York or Harrogate, I can't remember now, a couple of years ago. What you're about to hear, you will hear live, because he creates this mini orchestra with just him and his purple electric violin. And this is a song called uh, Oxford Suite. Now, it's a bit self-indulgent, it's about seven minutes long, but... Um, I think you'll find it's worthwhile. I thoroughly enjoy this. So anyway, this is Ed Elaine Johnson with Oxford Suite Part 4. And see you in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you. <laughs> 